everybody. Welcome to episode number 22, I guess. Holy shit. We're rolling. Again, this is your favorite podcast, Practically Friends, and the Practically Friends in-house today is yet again, Tate. What's up? And Nate. Good evening. I might as well just sit back and let them do their own show. Yeah, maybe. These are the yeah, two main Practically Friends. We've been repping. There you go. All the levels good? Yep. Mine are. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. We are good to go. All right. So um, I guess since you're the guest here, buddy, what is the story that you wanted to talk about that you were so gung-ho on telling? <laughs> gung-ho. Um, okay, so it's actually kind of more like a, it's about a haunted road in Colorado. Not really the road itself is haunted, but because so much stuff has happened on this road, they call it a haunted road. Yeah. So, like, anything from, like, there's tons of, like, scary legends that have happened on this road but there's one specific i'm going to focus on what's the name of the road do you know remember riverdale road in colorado riverdale road all right go ahead and talk about it while i look it up so there's there's been many of things that have happened on this road say phantom hitchhikers uh native american spirits bloody handprints i got, handprints I, I got on road atlanta signs. maryland utah it's in it's in colorado phantom camaro that's the one i'm going to be focusing on okay let's look at that first well, I'm going to say all the other things. So, phantom joggers that tap on car windows. Colorado Wikipedia. Here we go. Yeah, go ahead. But anyway, then there's the one about uh, the phantom Camaro. So, what had happened was, I think it was an ex-race car driver was uh, was taking his, I think it was a 79 Camaro. I could be wrong. Anybody who knows the story, correct me if I'm wrong. Well, here, here we go. <laughs> But it was an old black Camaro with a busted headlight. Nice. Sorry. Uh, but what had nice. happened was, uh, <laughs> so the driver was driving very reckless down the road. It's very windy. It's very narrow in triple-digit speed. I think it was 130, and he wrecked out into a tree. He wrecked into the tree so hard that the brake pedal in his car was lodged into the tree and is still there to this day. And this wreck happened back in the 70s. Um, but the story I heard, if anybody's heard of YouTuber Mr. Nightmare, you have most likely heard of this story. I don't like it. I want to talk about puppies. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, hear me out. No, so, go ahead, go ahead. These four people who were stationed out in Colorado in the military... They had heard about Riverdale Road, and they started talking about this Phantom Camaro. So they wanted to go down River, Riverdale Road, sorry. 11-mile stretch. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they wanted to check it out, see if anything happened. I think this is the exact same article that you're talking about. It is. Okay. That's the exact same one. But um, so somewhere down the road, one of the guys who was with them was a native of Colorado, knew a guy who had died on the road who had a cross somewhere. So a couple of the guys, they had to piss anyway, so they pull off so the guys can go piss somewhere while they're looking at the cross. And what they said from this story is they said, 
like a shadow out of nowhere, this car comes around the road and just hauling ass around this corner. And one of them says jokingly, oh, it's probably the Camaro. Well, they turn and look, and the taillights of the car perfectly matched a 79 Camaro. So at this point, they're all like scrambling back into the car that they came on the road. I would scramble back too, but like I'd also think it's like okay, somebody's fucking with me. Well, by the time, um, by the time they all got back into the car and they were uh, back on the road, the Camaro was already behind them again, like riding their ass. And they got video footage of it, but what they caught, they said it matched the description of this story perfectly. Is this the video you think that I just pulled up? This definitely is the story, but this wasn't the like... The Gates of Hell Haunted of Riverdale Road Vlog. But, so what they say was, it matched the description of the legend perfectly. An old black Camaro with a busted headlight. And there it is. The ghost Camaro on Riverdale Road. Yep. Um, but one thing they always say is, don't ever try to match the speed of this Camaro. If you're driving on Riverdale Road... Don't ever match the speed of this Camaro, because if you do... What, go slower or faster? Go the speed limit. No matter how close that Camaro is to you, go the speed limit. Because legend says, if you try to race this Camaro, if you try to speed... You'll die. You're going to get killed. You're going to wreck out, just like this guy did. So, they finished the 11-mile stretch of Riverdale Road with this Camaro on their fucking bumper, pretty much. Turns off its headlights, even though they know it's still there. But by the time they get to the end of Riverdale Road and get ready to turn off of it, the Camaro stops, turns its headlights back on, and turns back around and goes back down waiting for the next victim. I think it's some... Uh, I don't know. As much as I'd love to be, to believe these stories, and I really truly want to, but it just seems like somebody that's there... Yeah, it, I don't know. You it's can't help but think of that pucker factor that it could be a fake Oh, story. I definitely pucker up. But <laughs> Nate, what do you think, man? Let's go see it for ourselves. All okay. right. Practically Friends podcast viewers in Colorado. We're road coming to you trip. right now. Yep. What he said. We're making a road trip to Colorado. Riverdale Road. All right. This is the, uh, the video in question. Colorado is one of the most haunted byways in the country. Riverdale Road might, as, might have the actual gates of hell. The man who built them is rumored to have burned his mansion with his family inside. I didn't hear about that. Now witness to say a lady in white walks the road by the gates. Joggers Hill is allegedly haunted by a runner who is hit by a car. People have reported a phantom heartbeat and the sound of footsteps. That's the jogger who taps on the windows. The road is lined by cottonwood trees. Oh, no, not cottonwood. Uh, <laughs> during a full moon, you can see bodies hanging from them. There have been numerous a- accidents on the... Come Winding on, let's, let, let's, get, let's get to the... Okay, Phantom Camaro. Is rumored to roam the streets. There you go. Let's get to that. Okay. In the past, women have been reported fleeing... Really, that's it? Funny. I thought... <sighs> oh, what the hell? It's just talking about all the yeah, different legends. It doesn't it focus a, in on the Camaro it was just specifically. A video, it's just a video with like effects. and Man, I wanted to see this goddamn Camaro. Hold on. 
That suck. Oh, this is from MotorBiscuit.com. Yeah, they're viable. <laughs> Ooh, we. Oh, my God. All right, hold on. We're going to take a short break. Hey, cocksuckers. Thanks for listening to the fucking Practically Friends podcast, motherfucker. And we're back. All right, sorry. I had a puppy crisis there. So, all right. We were talking about this this Phantom Camaro. Okay, so here it is. All right. A, li- a little tiny article. So, it says, and I quote, The issue with Riverdale Road that led to its haunted history is that it's seemingly endless blind corners. If a driver's in a rush, those blind corners can result in death. One driver in the 70s was zipping down the road, impatiently testing fate with their gas pedal. Doesn't this sound like something like from one of those like Twilight shows, but like based in L.A.? <laughs> when they had a fatal crash... Now, if you drive down the street during the night or day, a phantom Camaro with one working headlight might pull up behind you, challenging you to a race with no happy ending. So they kept it short and sweet right there. Yeah. I want to hear about those people that claim that they were followed by it for the majority of the 11 miles. Okay, so that's a video on YouTube that you're going to have to pull up. By a YouTuber called Mr. Nightmare. Okay, here. Let me see if I can figure out exactly which story it is, which video it is. Excuse me one second, folks. All right. What do you got? Enough. Drop it. Drop it. What do you have? Fucking cap. Bad boy. Lay down, dude. Please. Good boy. Okay, here it is. So, Mr. Nightmare, three disturbing true horror stories. And here, it is... Uh, you think you might be able to find it on here so we can actually listen to it? or I got it pulled up on my phone. Could you cast it on here, maybe? Or just, like, find it? Yeah. Yeah, here, uh... That works enough. There you go. Yeah, I'm really interested in this now. We all know about the uh, that one manch or that loony band over here in Louisville. <coughs> what what was the name of it? Uh, Nate, do you Where, remember? Waverly Hills. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, I have a I have a couple friends that have been over there. My sister went there for like one of those overnight tours and they went, you know, like the, the death shoot where they had to like, uh, roll, like roll the bodies down. So like the other people couldn't see or Mm -hmm. whatnot. Uh, She said that she went like about halfway down and then she started, she showed, showed me the pictures, but I think probably just dust particles, but, but, um, still she said that was the only time she pissed herself or damn near pissed herself. Damn. And it's like, yup, nope, I am not down for that. Okay, so it's this one right here. It's the first story, I believe. Okay. All right, we'll wait until the ad goes by. 
This is the story of the Camaro. This happened in October 2019. My friends and I were in the military at the time, stationed in Colorado. We heard about this haunted road called Riverdale Road from one of our friends that was originally from Colorado. There were several different legends about the road, like stories about a ghost jogger tapping on people's windows, bloody handprints on road signs, Native American shapeshifters, ghostly hitchhikers. The list really goes on. The legend that matters for this story, however, is that of a phantom Camaro. The legend goes that a guy crashed on the road back in like the 60s or 70s as he was going too fast down the road which has a lot of twists and turns on it and now he haunts the road trying to race people to their death. Anyway, my friend said he'd been there several times but nothing ever happened. With it being October and all, the rest of my friends and I really wanted to go so that we could maybe experience something spooky. So we all went super late on a Sunday night, like one in the morning, so it was technically Hold on, I'm going to stop this real quick. Is this the actual guy telling the story, or is this just somebody narrating a testimonial? So, with this YouTuber specifically, this is like somewhat of a testimony. Somebody who experienced this sent him their story, and he read it off. Okay, that's all I want to know. Yep. Technically Monday morning, I guess. Anyway, there were five of us to include myself all in one car. My friend who was a Colorado native said he went to high school with a guy who died on the road and the guy had a cross somewhere along the road. So since a couple of the guys had to pee anyway, we all pulled over where the cross was so that they could go off to yeah, pee somewhere while the rest of us looked at the cross. It was extremely dark outside and completely quiet aside from our footsteps in the grass and the words we exchanged. Right about We were only standing outside for here. a couple minutes tops before literally out of nowhere, this car races around the bend of the road and drives past us. One of my friends made a joke. Oh, it must be the Camaro. We all laughed, but as the car completely passed us, we saw that the taillights were indeed that of a Camaro. At that moment, all of us scrambled back into the car. Okay, real quick. This was the video that I was telling you about that the people who sent this story in got a little bit of video footage of this Camaro following them. I want to see that. You're going to. All right. All right. And by the time we were all inside and beginning to drive away, the Camaro was right behind us, following us. Car that turned around. This is fucking wild. Yo. This is fucking oh wild. Oh my god. <laughs> you guys scared? This is how we died, Yo, dude. I'm fucking lying. It matched the description of the legend perfectly. It was an old black Camaro with a busted headlight. My friend who was driving was freaking out, and rightfully so. We told her to just drive the speed limit. Because the legend says if you try to speed, then you die. So we went the speed limit for the rest of the road with this Camaro riding our ass. It was so close to us. The quote-unquote driver of the Camaro even turned off the headlights, which was really weird considering how dark it was outside, and they could have easily hit us without being able to see. As soon as we reached the end of what was considered Riverdale Road and were about to turn off of it, the Camaro stopped and turned around and started back in the other direction. Now, I don't know if the Phantom Camaro is real or if the legend is based off some crazy person, but it was just weird how the car literally came out of nowhere. It was so silent outside, and we would have heard it coming far sooner than when it came around the corner of the road. Plus, what kind of person would be out on this rural road at 1 in the morning on a Monday night? Me. I don't know. I personally believe in the paranormal, so I think it was a ghost. But I try not to push my beliefs onto other people. 
<laughs> okay, I need to refer to Nate for this one. What do you think, buddy? Hell, I don't know. Let's just keep watching the rest of the video. No, that was it. <coughs> that's all. That's three stories, and we watched the one that was pertinent. Yep. Hell, I don't know. I think it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I mean, <coughs> if the people that were there didn't exaggerate, and the fact that they didn't hear the car until it was right up on them, that's scary. Especially for what, like a 60s, 70s Camaro. I mean, you're going to fucking hear that thing. And especially since it was going as fast as it was. Because the legend also says this Camaro was supposedly pushing triple digits in speed. Yeah, but they weren't. When it came around the corner. And when the car wrecked out. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that this car did. In question. Yeah, because this car with all the people in it were going the speed limit. Because, like I was telling you, no, I'm saying the car that was following them. They didn't. It wasn't going triple digits, was it? Not in that video, because it was trying to get up on their ass and try to challenge them to a race. And they and they didn't hear it until it was right up on their ass. That, dude, I don't know. That's something unexplainable or. Somebody lied. Like I, it, I, I like, trust me. I'm, I'm a realist, but I'm also someone that who wishes, not wishes, but I, I'd like to believe in the supernatural and the shit like that. And it's a really good story. It's a badass story, especially since it's bow tie related. Oh my god! <laughs> Come on, Stephen King wrote a book about it. Yeah, he probably already did. <laughs> No, he didn't. I'm saying it in his sleep. What was that one Facebook, or uh, not Facebook, uh, that Family Guy thing? It's like, all right, Stephen King, we need another book. It's like, it's a lamp. And it goes, all right, how much do you want? But that's my story. So what brought that up uh, to you today? Like, why why bring that up today? What? Because... Because that same video just popped up in my recommended on YouTube when I was on my lunch break. And I heard him say Phantom Camaro. I was like, oh, shit, I've heard this story. This would be good to bring up on the podcast. Yeah. That's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, for sure. Okay. For my 307th book, uh, this couple is attacked by a, a, a lamp monster. <laughs> You're not even trying anymore, are you? Yeah. When can I have it? <laughs> oh, Stephen King. Yep. I'm just waiting for them to make a segment about The Rock. I think they did. Did they? They, they did once. It was just a cutaway. It was talking about um, featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson oh. and Jessica Alba and what ethnicity are they? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, John who not tongue <laughs> Do you all know who may be making a comeback to wrestling? Who's that? Woo! Ooh. Oh, Flair? That was really too loud, man. <laughs> and I even stepped back from the mic. Let me turn it down. Flair? Seriously? Yeah. Well, Flair's daughter was on that. We covered that in the last episode. Yeah, but Ric Flair's like 
Fucking 80 years old. Yeah, and he's all coked up still. Yeah. He could do everything. Everything. Yeah, I remember I was tell I was talking to you about this, Kyle. Um Nate, did you know Sting is still around? Yeah. He's over in uh AEW now with a guy named Darby Allen. Here it is. Baby. And the others black, I think. At least part black. Or Hispanic. I think, you know, possibly there's some Filipino in there. Yeah, possibly some Filipino. I mean, if he if he's black, it's definitely diluted. I mean, one of his parents must be white. What the hell is Jessica Alba, for that matter? If I were 40 years younger, I would plow that till next July. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there that was. Of course. <laughs> they had to do that to the rock. That was a while ago, dude. Yeah, that was early Family Guy. Oh, but yeah. but uh, also, uh, do you know any voodoo powers? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> well, I, I, I want you. <laughs> there goes Kyle's back again. I don't know. There goes Kyle's hat again. But. I want Rowdy Roddy Piper to wrestle again, but he did. Yeah, he did, dude. That's neat. <laughs> Isn't it kind of weird, though, how um, when the Ultimate Warrior came on Raw for the last time, he was, like, talking about how the spirit of Ultimate Warrior will run forever, then a couple days later he dies of a heart attack? I don't know nothing about that. That happened back in 2014. What's up, Chewy? That's something you need to talk to Nate about. You pretty much tapped my uh, wrestling information last time you were here. What's up, Chewy? Ah, bat, bat. Get, get down. Oh. And. Get over here. Get over here. Come on. Hey. He's all right. For now. What were you saying, Nate? For now. This isn't a movie trailer now. Come on. WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw what you had pushed on there. I'm I'm trying to push the stories out. Yeah. No, you're right. Let's talk about this. Ray uh, Liotta. May yep. you rest in peace. Today, Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Died at what? Uh, I think it's S- like 67. 67. Chewy, get the fuck down. Yeah, there there he is, uh, shooting a movie called Dangerous Waters. Yeah, he was in uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas and Turbulence. Uh, casino or no? No. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Hello? No. But uh, yeah, Goodfellas. I mean, come on. He'll always be a good fella. I always uh, <laughs> I always think about the uh, the thing that was it Kyle Bennigan. Gennigan, something other. He's a comedian, and he uh, he did like the face swap, and he did the uh, the nicotine commercial with Ray Liotta. <laughs> well, damn it! What was it called? Uh, I was like, ah, for, I'm gonna have to look it up. Chantix. Yeah, yeah, I do Chantix. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ray was shooting a movie called Dangerous Waters on the island. What island? Oh, Dominican Republic. 
and this is from TMZ, guys. Um, and a source close to the actor tells TMZ that he died in his sleep. We're also told that there was nothing suspicious about his death and no foul play was suspected. Ray's fiance, J.C. Natello, Natello, was with him in the doc, uh, in the DR while he was working on the project. Man, that's sad. It is. That's that's awful. Obviously, he was known best for a uh, 1990 film from uh, Scorsese and Goodfellas. Um, he worked nonstop, apparently. Uh, lobbied hard for the role. The year before Goodfellas, he had co-starred with Kevin Costner in another iconic film, Field of Dreams. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, shit. He plays Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. I forgot about that. Good for him. Oh, dude, look. Look how old he looks in this snapshot. Chantix did him bad. Um. Oh, he was in Operation Dumbo Drop. Remember? The one with Danny Glover. I've never seen it. It was the one where um, uh, they 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 had to transport an elephant in Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Unforgettable Wild Hogs. Oh, I forgot. Oh yeah, he played one of the main bad guy in Wild Hogs. Yeah, that was, that's a good movie. It is, but yeah, it's like a scooter. You don't want your friends to know you like it. <laughs> I, I still like it. <laughs> I still like it. Yeah. Uh, and he was in Blow, in which he played Fred Jung, father to Johnny Depp's character. Yeah, Fred Young. Oh, Young. Okay. My bad. Well, there he looks handsome as hell. Look at him. Silver Fox. Goddamn Silver right. Silver Fox. Mm-hmm. God love him. Yeah. That's sad. I didn't God, expect him to go. May God rest his soul. I, I did not not expect him to go. And I'll get this next article, article started. Yeah, go ahead. You, you know more about this than I do. Actually, I know. I'll, I'll let you read from the article or whatever, but I'll announce it. Kevin Spacey, again, is charged with four counts of sexual assault. Is it assault or like like the minor type thing? Or is it both? Assault. That's what the article said. Lay down. Stop it. The minor, the minor thing? Yeah, he was f- fucking around with a, uh, a minor. So statutory rape. Yeah, that's why they got him out of uh, House of Cards, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then, but it uh, wasn't during House of Cards. It was something prior. But it, right. Yeah, it was it was uh, brought it, to it, light. It was like the late eighties. Jesus yeah. Christ. Lay down. I said lay down. Dude, I'm not even gonna lie. I think Chewie farted. Y'all can carry on <laughs> while I'm doing this. 
But yeah, he he fucked around with a. I forget who it is. Do you remember who it was? It's a guy named Anthony Rapp. See, he just got this trivia right off the fucking top of his head. I, lo- I love it. All right, so this is from London, the the most recent one. Uh, let's, just, let's see. This is uh, from CNN.com. U.S. actor Kevin Spacey has been charged for with four counts of sexual sexual assault against three men. Jesus. Uh, that was from the Brit- uh, Britain's Crown Prosecution Service, CPS, said on Thursday. Now, before, with that one guy that you were just saying, is that the same charge? Or is it just worded differently from us to them, to, to the UK? That's not the same charge. It's not? No. Okay. The charges relate to two alleged incidents in London in 2005, another two in 2008, and a further incident in Gloucestershire, Western England, in 2013. The alleged vent victim of the 2005 incidents is now in his 40s. Ooh-wee. So, so this is probably about the same time frame. Right? Good lord. No, no, because the other one I just I just said a few minutes ago happened in the late in the late eighties. Yeah, but that but he was young though. So he's probably in his forties now, right? The alleged victim of the two thousand five incidents is now in in his forties. So it's probably about the same age range. Yeah, as it, the original guy. If it happened in the 80s, yeah, he's at least close to his 40s. Yeah. This happened in 2005, but he's in his 40s now. So even though he was a little bit older, he was still in the same demographic, I think. Okay, anyways, while the two men allegedly, in, uh, two men allegedly involved in the 2008 and 2013 incidents were now in their 30s, Okay, the decision to charge Spacey, quote, follows a review of the evidence gathered by the Metropolitan Police Service and its investigation, unquote. While the charges were authorized on Thursday, Spacey is not currently in England or Wales, and the charges cannot formally be applied until he answers one of those two countries. That's fucked up. That should be worldwide, especially against one of our allies. Agency did not comment on whether it would be seeking Spacey's extradition if he does not do so. Spacey has won two Academy Awards for his roles in The Usual Suspects, American Beauty, this, that, and their thing, blah, 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 blah. Uh, He has also starred... uh, Yeah, House of Cards. Okay, yeah. That's the end of the article. But, dude... They should be able to extradite his ass. Absolutely. Especially since he's like, like, it's a kind like, not saying it's right, but like. It's not right. But I'm saying like in Russia or like a country that we're not really f- like, say, Afghanistan. We're not allies with. I, under- I understand that if this complication came up in that sense. Right. Doesn't make it right. But I'm saying for the UK and stuff, dude, they should 
They should be able to ship him right fucking back. Divert his plane and put him in that court with everybody in their big-ass, old-ass wigs. I'm telling you. Dude, that is fucked. It is. That's another thing. You know who um, they were also saying shit about a few years ago? Who's that? Dan Schneider. If any of you guys know him, he was a producer for Nickelodeon a few years ago. For, I think I may remember that. For shows like Victorious, iCarly, Sam and Cat, Jeanette McCurdy, who played Sam on iCarly, and Ariana Grande came out a few years after they were both done with their respected shows. And they were saying that Dan Schneider was a little pervy and he was he made them very uncomfortable, but they didn't say anything because like he's the producer. He he gets them their roles, he cuts their salary, so it's like what what can they do? Yeah, there's a lot about him right here. And he looks like a fucking creep. Well, and they rebooted iCarly recently and Jeanette McCurdy said she wasn't coming back. Look how close he is to her. Yeah, so that's Miranda Cosgrove. That's the girl who played Carly. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein, anyone? Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. Yeah. That is a young Harvey Weinstein. Here, what happened to Dan Schneider? Yeah, that dude was a creep. Was allegedly yelling and throwing tantrums as well as sending an- angry emails and texts to child actors outside of working hours. That's the that was September twenty eighth, two thousand twenty one. Um. Oh my God, he had a fucking slew of shows underneath him. He did Good Burger. Yep. No. <laughs> no. I love that movie. <laughs> yep, he did Good Burger. Nate, are you ready? Ready for what? The Good Burger thing? Let's hear it. Oh, wait. Now now I'm under pressure now. He's like, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? You already botched it. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, I liked the movie when I was like 10. I'm going to watch it tonight. Fuck you. I ain't got to work tomorrow. Yeah, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Kyle. Oh, here he goes again with the soundboard. Nope. I'm not. Told you I'm not. I was going to say, you haven't haven't used the soundboard for the past couple episodes. When? I I have. But when there's good content, there's no need for it. Right, yeah, the last one was mainly just Jackie Jacks. That was hilarious. Oh, my God. Dude, the last one was fucking funny his, as hell. His timing on some of those was... I'm sent, Dude, I was just editing that one before he got here. Incredible. And I was, sit, I was sitting here just fucking dying. <laughs> what it do, blood? So... <laughs> <laughs> See, that has nothing to do with the goddamn context now, does it? Jesus Christ. Okay, so what's another one of the stories that you said you were going to mention, Kyle? Well, th- those were the two that I had uh, 
right there off the banger. He he said you have a slew of stories. I had that one with the Phantom Camaro, but we already went over that. I may have oversold it. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was Kyle like, Williams, ladies and gentlemen. He was like, "Oh yeah, Tate Tate might be able to come over tonight, and he he has a bunch of stories to talk about. A bunch, as in." Well, hold on. Give me a second to think here. You guys go ahead and talk Don't about Don't judge stuff. me. <laughs> he is judging. Sergeant Stoller oh, is judging we, we you very need to, hard. We need to talk about this one thing. I I haven't looked it up. Do you mind actually kind of doing a little bit of research while I uh, describe it to you? Yeah, what's it called? Um, it's Okay, you know that shooting that happened with like the 14 kids and like the two people that died this oh, past in, week? in Texas? Yeah, okay. Um, there's a congressman or a governor or something other that actually like acted out in the middle of the meeting. Did you hear about this? And no. he was the same fucking guy that said, Oh, I'm going to take your guns. I'm going to take your guns. And like people did this or he did this to get his name back out there because he didn't do fuck all. And it's mostly his fault. And he's blaming somebody else. <sighs> At least that's how I heard it. I'm fucking believable. He's doing all this. Look how quick he fucking brought this up, man. Is this it? Liberal, most likely. CNN. No, I'm talking about the the congressman that acted out in the meeting. He called him a son of a bitch or some shit. I'm sorry, I don't have any more information than that. What was the guy's name? I don't know. I really don't know. Okay, see, we got a couple different things here. We got top one says remarks by President Biden, then Ted Cr- Ted Cruz slammed over the Texas elementary shooting. I don't think it was him. Say a politician calls someone a son of a bitch. Was it this guy? Beto O'Rourke? That sounds familiar. Check it out. Confronts Texas governor during update on... Elementary school shooting. Yeah, it's probably it might be it. Yeah, news conference. And at this time, I will uh, pass the mic yeah, to this is Lieutenant it. Governor Dan Patrick. I'm too good. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. I don't play this shooting is right now, and you are doing nothing. No, he needs to get his ass out of here. This isn't the place to talk to this over. This is totally predictable. Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. I can't believe you're a sick son of a bitch that would come to a deal like this to make a political issue. It's on assholes like you. Why don't you get out of here? This was in Texas. What was the name of the guy? O'Rourke? Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke. He was actually, apparently, from what I heard from Mike Calta and all that, was um, that he was the one that um, 
that originally tried to run for office and said that he was going to come after your guns or whatnot. Whatever. Um, but no, the thing is, is that that went south, obviously. Very. Right. So, so I think, I mean, I'm just going off of the opinions that I heard uh, the other morning was that he was doing this, and I, I guess pandering is the right word, you know, trying to get his point across again and getting the headlines. Nate, your thoughts? You're kind of political. They ain't taking my guns away. No, I'm saying in general, like, what do you think about his move there, his tactics? It's fucking wrong, dude. I mean, they need to have stricter gun laws, okay? How so? You talking about, like, mental health checks and stuff? Yes. Because that, that was the debate this morning. They do. Sorry to interrupt, Nate. I do want to say something, though. They need to do mental health checks, heavier background checks, whether whether or not you have some type of mental illness or felonies. shouldn't have a fucking gun in the first place. But then, I mean, I mean, there's people like me, like, I have, like, depression and shit. I don't know if that is like a mental illness that keep you from having a firearm, but there has to be stipulations because I suffer from it too. Most of America does. Yeah. Depression. Shit. We're over medicated. That's a whole nother issue. But I mean, hell, you and I still aren't fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just like Tate, if you suffered from it, you're not fucking crazy or Anything like that, you know? Right. So I hope not. <laughs> you come here t- way too often. <laughs> nah. I don't have the patience for all that shit. I mean. But here's the thing, though. It, when when you're talking about, like, gun control, and you're talking about, like, mental health, like, back like background checks that are even heavier than they are already... And that's federal if it's, like, because, like, I went to the fucking gunsmith the other week, and they said, oh, you can buy one right now. You got an Indiana license? It's like, oh, no, I haven't got one yet. They like, oh, when you get one, come here. We'll sell you one right now. I'm like, that's fucking cool. But the thing is, you don't know who's walking in that door. But you also can't defer the freedom of buying one to – you know, Mr. Average Joe. And the background check, I get. The mental thing is a whole nother can of wor- worms. Because I think it was Reagan, if I remember what uh, Calta and them said. And I actually looked this up earlier. Reagan and them back then actually took away all the government-funded mental health facilities. So now mental health is so outrageously expensive nobody can get it especially the the common citizen let alone veterans that's why we have a fucking homeless problem and it's all a fucking can of worms and it's all it, and it's all people that fucking eat it and you can't just over medicate somebody and then push them through the fucking conveyor belt expect of this to, sorry excuse of medical care and expect them to be okay yeah you can't so it it all wraps around. It's it's all a Venn diagram. It is. It truly is. It is. And then half the time they just want to write you 
fucking prescription and shove you back out the door. Yeah, exactly. They think pills and, fix everything, and, and something they don't. It doesn't. Some, something that may not even work. Prozac. Okay. You know, some of that that might not even work for them. They may may need to be on Lipitor. Or, you know, some other. And not to mention how it's going to react to the other medications you're already on. Exactly. Right. This this buckshot or birdshot of medications that they just throw at people is just exacerbating the situation. And I know it's kind of a loose thread, but it is a solid thread from that to gun control. You have to agree to, with me to some extent. Yeah, and with like all these... I know I'm kind of reaching, but... But with all this like medication and shit... A lot of the times, like like you just said, Kyle, if you're already on different medications, that could disrupt the flow of other medications, and it it could fucking make you crazy. And the thing is, they need to hold these doctors accountable. Mm-hmm. Just like okay, yep. I've watched enough enough fucking cops, enough we, Nate and I watch enough fucking police videos, and read enough articles to where they they try and track down, like they go after the big fish, like the dealers. And the distributors and stuff when it comes to fentanyl and all that. Right. And it's almost a federal thing now to where, like, if there's fentanyl, like, you could be charged with numerous counts of uh, manslaughter for, you know, overdoses. Oh, yeah. If you distribute it and you sell it. Now, what what's the difference between that and a doctor? Eight years of college. That's it. That is the only difference. Right. That and morality. Think about that for a second. You're right. Think about that for a second. This is a bunch of goddamn bullshit. You know? Well, I mean, yeah, that's easy to say, but we need to discuss it. You know, or else nothing's going to change. You know, if if addiction and cancer, like if addiction was a person and a, and cancer was a person, I would kill them day after day with my bare hands. Right. Damn straight. You know, I have a personal hatred to both of them. I do as well. I mean, I'm sure it's not that far of a reach, but, um, but yeah, I've lost too many people to addiction. And I just spent three days watching cops and it's nothing but crack cocaine, heroin, and people just lying through their fucking teeth and just like the shadow or a shell of what they used to could be. Have been, could have been, used to be, and should be, you know? And it breaks my heart. I lost my mother to addiction. Yeah. Alcohol and pills. I, I lost a woman that I loved to that, you know? We've all had losses from that one way or another. But hopefully one day yours will come back. I mean, eh. I mean, mine's dead. Like, dead, dead. Well, I understand what you're trying to say, but I don't think I told you about the latest update. She's uh, skin and bones and on the street right now. I, oh. I heard from her mother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Skin and bones. But, like... Something's got to change, man. I mean, I don't know what it is. And, like, it, it could be rooted back to, to the mental health epidemic, uh, the opioid, 
opioid epidemic. It's not the guns because we had guns since what the like the mid eighteen hundreds. All right, guns have been around forever. Yeah, but I'm saying like the open carry or whatever. It was like what like the early eighteen hundreds maybe, just after the revolution. Um, Second Amendment. Yeah, but the thing is, when you actually read into it, the Second Amendment doesn't tell doesn't tell you that you have the right to carry. It tells you that you're allowed to have one in case you need to make a militia to fight off foreign forces. I got into a heated debate about uh, about that with a uh, guy that I did not agree with, but he made a lot of uh, decent points. I need to read into it, but he said, you know, it's not it's not just like, you can carry a battle axe or like an AR-15 on your back all day, every day. It's not like that. It's it's your right to pick up arms and defend your homestead. Yep. Yeah. So, and that becomes a militia, which is what turned into the Revolutionary Army, you know. Revolutionary War. Yeah. Right. But um, to get back on subject, I mean, you got to think, I mean – the mental illness thing in this country is it's ridiculous it is crippling to even think about let alone the people that suffer from it you know but see here's the thing like there's so many people out there that I might, there's a lot of, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to go for it. Go ahead. There's a lot of people out there who say they have depression, but in reality, like, especially this generation, there's a lot of people who say they have depression, but it's over. They're using it as a scapegoat. Not even just that, but it's like they're saying they have depression over the smallest things. Like, say. That pisses me off. A gr- oh. A girl. The, 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 the girlfriend broke up with them. Exactly. Or like, something like that. Big whoop. There's, there's oh, plenty par- of fish my in parents the fucking won't, sea. My parents won't, go get me, won't let me go out and get my tongue pierced, so I am my traumatized. Parents won't, my parents P- won't give me this car. That's PTSD. These people need to fucking realize there's a lot more fucking people out there in this world that have way worse reasons to have PTSD, to have anxiety, and to have depression. Dude, when, like, like you all were saying, all these veterans that have been through warfare, that have seen combat, they have seen their brothers in arms be killed right in front of their eyes, and people want to throw them on the street like they're a piece of garbage. No, these are the kinds of fucking people we need to be helping in this world and not treating it to some 20-year-old who didn't get the PlayStation 4 or the car he wanted for Christmas. Fucking Darwin's rule right there, survival of the fittest, and and those fittest are coming back damaged, and we need to worry about them instead of these pussy-ass motherfucking... Queens that that feel like oh well you oh. need to call me by uh, Zimzer or whatever like that. There's oh. a lot more fucking oh oh my god <laughs> oh you poor little baby <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more BTS like, is like, like coming shut, to my town like oh just my shut god. the fuck there's up. There's so much to worry about other snowflakes. than snowflakes. They're goddamn snowflakes. Yeah, other than what your fucking pronoun is. Who gives the shit? You know who doesn't give the shit? The Russians or the communists that come in on Red Dawn. 
Red Dawn t- or the 3. The people that come in here. They're not going to give a shit about whether you have to go to the goddamn uh, uh, tattoo shop or. Or no, if you have to go to the male bathroom or the female uh, bathroom. Fuck that. You're still getting a maybe a piece of bread between 15 of you. Deal with that. They fought. People fought and died and suffered over and over again for the country. And you got to fucking so, sit here and bitch piss and your pants about your pronoun? Yeah. Like, Who gives it, a shit? You give a shit. It, I don't. And Let's I mean, live our goddamn lives. You have people like fucking Abraham Lincoln who fucking gave his lives. Who ga- sorry. Gave his life. To free the fucking slaves. Yeah. And countless others. Yes. Exactly. And like I'll say this right now. I'm a twenty I'm a, I'm twenty years old. I have diagnosed depression because I've watched my father turn into, like you said, Kyle, a shell of what he used to be. Yeah. By drinking himself to death. His brother, my uncle, died because of what he went through. I lost my grandmother to cancer. I was very close to my grandmother. That woman taught me so many lessons in my life. Same here, man. Yep. All these people think they have depression because, oh, some some girl broke my heart, some boy broke my heart. Get the fuck over it. Yeah. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Move the fuck on. They have and no- Even if it takes you a while to get over it, because I, I, I'm, honestly, I'm still trying to get over dad, you know? But the thing is, I'm using this as a, as a, you know, I'm not talking about it every fucking night. As a but, way, but I'm using this as to, as a way to a coping mechanism. As a, exactly, as a, a to cathart- talk about it. Cathartic outlook, even though it's not about the fucking subject. All right, that's the healthy way to do it. I'm in therapy. I'm doing this. That's exactly. how you fucking handle it, like a goddamn adult. All right, you don't fucking sit there and pander to all the other fucking other losers. On TikTok and and this that and the other thing or the ne- whatever that's another thing. It's like you do you do all that and y'all pandled pander to each other and y'all empower yourselves to feel like you have a goddamn voice. You do, but the thing is, what you have to say doesn't have much fucking volume Sense. to it. No weight to it because you know why? Because you have no experience. You need experience to have weight in what you say. You can fucking repeat what you're saying, but mm, 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 mm. all right, go ahead. But what I was going to say, what fuck. That's another thing. Do we need to take a break? (laughs) No. People, people go on TikTok. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. And they go ahead, Nate. No, I meant go ahead in general. Like I thought we were going to take a break, but go ahead. No. We can take a break after this. I just want to say one thing about it. I do, too. I mean, I have goddamn crippling fucking depression. Yeah. Why do you think we're all here? I mean... We're like-minded. Yeah. No, I wasn't in the armed forces. And, I, you know, I, I I don't want to say this, you know, in the in a crude sense. You know, I, I didn't see my buddies, my buddy get blown up or yeah. anything like that, but... I've still seen some shit, and I have fucking crippling ass depression. And it's and, and it's true that everything affects people a different way. It does. I just had a, a lot of family members around me 
die. And it affected you in a certain way. And friends, like, recently. Yeah. And, you know, and it's, I, I, don't, I don't know. Go ahead, Tate. But what I was also going to say was, kind of going back on the military topic, another people who probably most likely have depression and anxiety is the families yep. of these soldiers. Yep. Yes. Like, 100%. People don't, all, people do don't think about up? them. Can we do a try up? People don't think about these families and what they have to go through because they have to wake up every morning still thinking and praying to God that their their soldier is still alive and is going to come home in one piece. Think about the ones that don't know. Yeah, the ones that don't know. Exactly. People forget about this shit all the time. Like, we're halfway through Military Appreciation Month, and I haven't seen one person talk about it. It's... <sighs> well, that's one of the reasons why I actually reached out to my buddy Dowdy, who I was in ROTC with. It pisses me off that people don't give soldiers the recognition that they deserved and the respect they rightfully earned. Dude, we're going to talk to Dowdy. We're going to talk to Dowdy. They don't give them the respect they deserve. It's stupid. We're going to talk to Dowdy. If it's not tonight, it's going to be tomorrow or the next night. And then we'll talk to him as a, a little tribute, you know. And that's the reason why I reached out to him. <sighs> and I almost lost my point here. But, uh, okay, before we uh, take a break here, I wanted to leave you guys with one more little bit of food for thought here on the, uh, on the coattails of the discussion that we just had. Think about the definition of PTSD. Just think about it. You don't have to say nothing. Just think about it. Post, well, post-stress. Post-traumatic stress syndrome. Thank you. PTSD. Then just think about it for a second. Now, when I, fir- I first got into therapy, right after my dad died a few years ago, and the first thing that she wanted to talk to me about was my ex, C, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all both know her. Yes. Not know her, but you know about her. I know. And the thing is, is that I told her that I did not feel comfortable saying that I had PST, PSTD. P- PTSD. PTSD, sorry. PTSD from that because I didn't feel like I just deserve that title because when you hear about PTSD you hear about like war heroes and shit like that and I didn't feel like I earned I I don't no that's not me because I from what I went through is probably minuscule to what they went through right right and she told me that PTSD comes in all different shapes and shapes sizes and forms and she's right and she is, and I th- I thank I thank Christine a whole lot for this, and I'm dropping her name because she's actually going to be on the podcast here soon. Hell yeah, Christine, we love you. Yeah, I'll I'll, um, I'll be on here whenever she whenever she joins could, us. Could be tomorrow, actually. And on. yeah, and my, but um, but sorry. this this sorry. my uh my my it's like almost like my uh my lasting thought, like Jerry Springer. <laughs> Before we take a break, okay? Right. My final Just thought. think about that. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. No. <laughs> but think about that. PTSD. Post-traumatic stress disorder. That 
just think about it. And I'm not talking about the people here in the room with me. I'm talking about everyone who is ever going to listen to this. Truly, look at the definition of that and think about it. And the thing is that you... <laughs> thanks, dude. <laughs> think about... No, I'm just fucking with you. Thank you, Nate. Think about it and consider the fact that you may have like a gram of it or a pound of it or a ton of it. That, I mean, everybody has a little bit of it, I think, from what I've learned. Mm-hmm. But it's how you deal with it is uh, what makes you you, what makes you become who you were meant to be or how it brings the person that you were back to life. So that's all I wanted to say. It's like either you take a look at that and you can either think of three words, fight or flight. Either you can take the flight path and run away from it and it'll eat you up forever, or you can choose fight, you can embrace it and kick its ass and shine brighter than ever. I want to add a third one to that. You say fight or flight. I'd like to add a third one, a third F to that. Okay. Fight, flight, or friendship. That too. See, that's what I'm doing right here. Yeah. You know, like, you guys are helping me. I'd like to think that doing this is helping y'all. It is. It is. So it's it's a fight, flight, or friendship, I think. I think it need to be redefined. But, hey, uh, we're going to take a short break. Hopefully we didn't bum you guys out too much, and we'll be right back. Hey, cocksuckers. Thanks for listening to fucking Practically Friends podcast, Dropping gems, I might as well. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. right. sit, sit right there. Just, just sit right there. Okay, yeah. That's, that was my plan. Okay. Just sit down. Just sit down right there. Yeah, I already am. <laughs> you want to record me so we have gems? Might as well put my goddamn. <laughs> You're too far away from the headphones. You gotta get oh my closer. god, you lazy motherfucker. Me, uh... <laughs> What'd you say, Nate? <laughs> I think he said I'm too far away from the headphones. I'm just like, you lazy motherfucker. <laughs> I meant you're too far away from the microphone. Oh. Well, I'm right on it. <laughs> <laughs> too far away from the headphones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying blinker fluid and all that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my lord. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> We are back. Man, you you breathe really heavy into the shit. <sighs> you were the chosen one! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds you like were my brother, Anakin! <laughs> <laughs> this guy gets it. That's what I was going for. This guy gets it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounded like he was getting his dick sucked over there. Oh, he was breathing. <laughs> no, that just would have been. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I'm going to cut that shit Please. right out. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That's weird. <laughs> That's all kinds of weird. He started it. No, I, no, he didn't. You did. Yes, he did. 
Yes, he did. Yes, he did. God damn straight he did. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Everything that goes wrong on this goddamn podcast, I get fucking blamed. Okay, I have a video here. Nothing goes wrong on this podcast because I can edit this shit. Okay, so I have this video here of Father Time giving us some advice. And apparently it's 10 million views. Oh, boy. Oh, shit. So why don't we give it a go, huh? Let's let Sergeant Sergeant Stumbler take a look. Yeah, we'll get there. Hold on. Good morning. Oh, Oops. I know this guy. It's raining. Hold on a minute. Well, good morning to you too, sir. <laughs> I thought I'd talk to you a little bit this morning about. Uh, oh, by the way, this is a new computer, and it does all kinds of things, so I have to be careful. Nate? Well, I mean, yes, you do, Santa Claus. He he looks like an exaggerated version of the guy that taught me how to weld. I mean, I mean, he he needs to go to Amazon. He he needs to get the goddamn computer to work, so he can go to Amazon and get the fucking presents for all the damn kids. (laughs) Yeah, he's got a big old cart, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, I'm not the sharpest tack in the box when it comes. Oh shit. That laugh is golden. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so I ain't getting no presents from Santa this year. <laughs> I'm gonna save the shit out of that one. <laughs> Come on now, let's just let's just play it. Let's just play it. This new equipment. You're talking to a guy or a guy is speaking to you now. That started driving a Model A car. I remember the first jet airplane and many first things. The Iceman delivering ice to an icebox, taking it off of a mule-drawn wagon. So, Kyle is slowly perishing over so, his seat. So, is this guy still alive? <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, good. I mean, good lord! He said, "You're you're talking to a guy who started off driving a Model A car, <laughs> put ice in the ice." But I'd like box. to speak to you a little bit of this morning about uh, young people in particular, right, about yes, accomplishing sir. things. All right. When I was young, as you know, as we know, apparently. I had a difficult childhood, but. There's no excuse for people not being able to do what they want to do. You can do anything that you want to do. For hmm. example, as I've told you before, I lived in the back of an old car. I taught myself to... As he told us before. He's made multiple videos. I remember this guy now. Do you? To read and write. Yeah. So if you're young, don't give up. Don't say the world is just against oh, me. That's not true. Oh, bitch. Don't yeah. pause it again. <laughs> you want to hear the rest of it? Fuck yeah, I do. I taught myself to read and write. I've had five books published. Oh, did you? I went to, to college. Uh, got a little bit of college. All right. I've studied scripture for many, many years. I've raised five God, children. Oh, mm. I buried a mother, father, sister, brother, wife, and daughter. 
So what? A person can accomplish anything that they want. One time to prove to my what have I'm we? Cur I'm currently showing Nate a text. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Read it. Sergeant is examining the evidence. Yep, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's he's coming over. Oh, don't flag it down like it's just no buku motherfucker. No, you really want to hear the rest of Santa Claus's thing? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Okay, I love hearing old people's stories. Only because he's my co-host. Jesus. And I purchased a correspondence course for computer programming, and I completed right. it with the blackboard. So, forge ahead. Don't stop. Never stop learning. No. Always reach out mm. to better yourself, because when you do that, yes, sir. Things expand. You understand more. You're happier. You're healthier. This old saying that if you don't use it, you lose it, is absolutely true. Yes. If you don't use that brain that it God is. put in your head, mm -hmm. one of these days you'll be sitting on a front porch somewhere and you won't hardly know what's going on so don't don't give up i'm gonna have to interrupt you right there <laughs> <laughs> that look he's giving oh that's mean look at you we out of this line you know this this cement wall. i don't want to watch bernie sanders line all your it's not <laughs> it's not bernie sanders it's dan pena just give it a chance okay Bless what he got. He even starts fucking drooling all over himself, spitting everywhere. Will you just give it a fucking chance? He's Jesus so Christ. <laughs> it better not be old Joe. We out of this line, you know, this, the, this cement wall. Why don't you just line all your parents up there? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut them down oh like the God. fucking dogs that they are. Jesus. <laughs> Cut them down like the fucking dogs that they are. Most of the people on this, this is what you should do. Metaphorically speaking. Who's shitting your cornflakes, man? Holy shit. Dude, he's a multi-millionaire billionaire. Hey, uh. Fucking Dan you Pena. You inside of your fucking an fat mother's Dick Tracy. <laughs> what? What did you say? Is he an extra from Dick Tracy? No, he's a real fucking multi-millionaire. And he does these things. You pay, you pay like 700 bucks to sit in there. And you have him fucking roast you. Like, this is why you're fucking poor. Oh, Jesus. You should have rolled down the inside of your fucking fat mother's thigh, you stupid cunts. God Don't damn right. That? And everybody does it. I told you you'd like him. You deserve to be alive. Who the fuck said that? And you know what the snowflakes say? What do they say, they sir? They say, Mr. Pena, every snowflake ever created is different, which is true, of the all trillions right. and gazillions of snowflakes, right? And so we're all different people. And this is with his fucking earrings and the, uh, the shim. We're, we're, uh, 
as opposed to snowflakes melt under, under pressure. You don't deserve to live. <laughs> you no, don't you... deserve to live, apparently. <laughs> no, they if don't. that unique, you don't deserve to live, man. <laughs> Especially the one with the fucking lip rings that looks like the... the... See, I know you'd gravitate towards Dan Pena. Like they're the fucking fish that got away. I don't Dude, like them. Here's <laughs> the thing, though. Here, here's the thing. I'm actually... Dude, I think I might be able to get this guy on. I'm reaching really far. I like him. I like this guy. I told you you would. But listen to me. Is that <laughs> that YMH got him on within 300 episodes. I could probably get him on if I reach out the right people. Go for it. Dude, I'm going to. Dude. You have to tell me that in advance so I can make time. To Dude, come on Dan here. Pena is fucking real. And if you really believe that we're going to run out of food, which is a load of shite. <laughs> yep. And you're worried. Kill yourself, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Kill yourself, metaphorically <laughs> speaking. <laughs> if half the world killed themselves, we wouldn't have a food shortage. We'd be cured overnight. <laughs> Personal development. You can't measure personal development. The morons will eat it up like ice cream. You can't fucking measure it. How do you measure personal development? You don't, you fucking retards! You cannot measure personal development. Damn straight, sir. here you are. Come on now. Now think about that. I think he already came on. Don't think too hard because you don't have any that many brain cells. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Nobody, don't you understand? Nobody cares about all the trials and tribulations of your fucking weak cunt lives. Don't you understand? Your weak cunt lives. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> you see that guy leaving? See the guy in the turban leaving? Yeah, goddamn snowflake. So every miserable cunt-like thing you did in your miserable fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Daniel Pena? Yeah. Dan, Dan Pena? Dan Pena. I Come told on. you you'd love him. Like, Goddamn hero. That's his, and you fucking almost called him, what, Joe Biden? <laughs> Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. No, <laughs> he's got twice the life of Bernie Sanders, and I think he's older than him. He said, I don't want to see fucking Bernie Sanders. And he's just like, all that stupid fucking cunt decisions you ever made in your motherfucking cunt lives. Good lord, this guy has a mouth on him. If this is, I hope is a stretch, they could spit on your wife and you wouldn't do a goddamn thing. Yes, sir. They could say your wife's a filthy slut whore and you don't do a goddamn thing. Yes, sir. What the fuck happened? I don't know, I don't know, sir. I don't know, sir. You tell me. <laughs> what the fuck happened? And your wife will pull you by the arm. Oh, honey, we don't want any trouble. Get away, bitch! And now fucking hit him with a brick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and hit him with a brick. Where has this guy been all your life? I, I don't know. What, what the fuck have I been fucking doing on my filthy cunt life? <laughs> it's like, get away, bitch, and I'll hit him in the fucking head with a brick. 
and you're hoping that she pulls you a little harder so you don't have to show like you had a pair. Yes, sir. What the fuck happened? I don't know, sir. I don't know. <laughs> what happened, sir? Just tell me what happened, please. Is every man in fucking Britain a mealy mouth weenie? Yep. <laughs> mealy mouth weenie. <laughs> ah! uh, sir, that's how the British work. Yeah. Almost all. There's a few of us. Dis oh, disgraceful, actually. Shocking. Oh, shocking. Are we going to do anything about it? No. No. Money is free no, right sir. now. He said money is free right now, by the way, guys. <laughs> and uh, you know he actually owns, like, multiple fucking castles in the UK. Like, that's how successful this guy is. I, I like him. I, I like love him. this guy. I love him so much. This is like old school YMH shit. Oh, absolutely. We're at the lowest interest rates in 5,000 years. What are you going to tell your grandchildren? What are you going to tell your children 20, 25 years from now? What did you do, Grandpa? What did you do, Grandma, during the greatest transformation of motherfucking wealth in the history of the world? What did you do? Other than sit on your fucking hands. What did you do to take advantage of the greatest transformation of wealth in the history of the planet? That's a guy in a three-piece suit that probably costs about $8,000 with a little poppy on his collar. And I'll a hanky out of his pocket. Screaming his head off. I, I want that suit. I need that suit in my That's, wife. See, remember what, remember what we talked about? Okay, we're going to take a quick pause from Pena, Mr. Pena here, with all respect, sir. Um, remember what we were talking about, the bucket list, that we were going to go to a fucking tailor, and we were going to get proper fucking suits tailored to us. Right? What, a New Albany, Indiana tailor? Shit. No, I'd go to fucking Lexington or Frankfurt or Indianapolis for that shit. Oh, that, yes. Yeah, no, we're going to get some real ass fuck. Dude, let's go to fucking Baltimore and see fucking Drew. Over there in Boston. <laughs> dude, we get real fucking. I want a real fucking tailored suit, dude. Boston scores. Oh, my hey. God, Celtic score. Uh, hey, that's that's Baltimore, not Boston. It's not that far. It's all the same to us Midwesterners. But, like, remember how we were talking? Regardless. You, well, well, remember, then, remember, hold on, hold on, hold on. You said that you agreed with me that on our bucket list, we needed to have a three-piece suit made, me and you, go to the fucking tailors, and fucking paint the town red afterwards. Yeah, we need to take it a pass game, too, while we're out there. Yeah, I guess so. I'll be out back scalping tickets. <laughs> I ain't going to go see the Pats. Well, I will. I know you will. I'll go. I'll be in cheers, and I'll be waiting for you. But anyways, no, that's the kind of suit I'm talking about, like that pinstripe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You do. Not a fucking thing. That's what you're going to say. Yes, sir. All right. Not a fucking thing. Because I was too much a coward. I was too much a weenie. I was too much a... <laughs> he called you a weenie. And, and I'm agreeing to it. Fucking... Because I was too much a coward. 
I was too much a weenie. I was too much a fucking cunt. When I say cunt, I mean coward. This man is fucking intimidating. I didn't do anything. He's awesome. And that'll be your regret. Mr. Carnegie was a hard bastard. <laughs> Vanderbilt was a hard <laughs> bastard. All right. <laughs> Mr. Cornelius was a hard-ass bastard. bastard. <laughs> Before the first was a hard bastard. Rockefeller was a hard bastard. Steve Jobs was a ruthless hard bastard. Fuck Steve Jobs. As Apple CEO Cook regularly begins sending emails at 4.30 in the morning on Sunday. He's a hard bastard. Why are all these guys that changed the world got one thing in common? They're fucking tough as nails. Ruthless. Take no prisoners. Yes, sir. And then we got you. All right. A stiff drink and a good fuck could kill most people in this room. <laughs> I'm ashamed to say. In fact, forget the stiff drink, just a good yep. fuck. <laughs> you know how many people yes, I've called yes, for them before? You filthy oh, fucking shit. whore. Get the fuck out. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. No, sir, I, I won't. I won't, I've said it a million times. Oh, oh goodness. Because you oh, still goodness. care what these assholes think of you. You still want to be liked. And some people in this room are pleasers. Your mother was a pleaser. Your father was a pleaser. All right. He said your father was a pleaser. Yeah, it probably was. <laughs> but hell, I like him. I want to start becoming like him. Oh, <laughs> oh that's fantastic. Dude, Kyle. Dan Pena is the fucking shit, dude. That's hey. awesome. Hey, ho hope hopefully uh, Tate won't be offended when I walk down. No, start, that's not the damn Pena way. Start yelling. I'd be like, I've been a fucking cunt today. That's more like it. Did you make an extra dollar today than you would normally? Yes. That's the damn Pena way. No, no, <laughs> I did they produced? No, I'm just, I'm just trying to help you out. Oh. <laughs> Losers. Pleasers. <laughs> And why do I why do I yeah. treat everybody like shit? And why have I been so fucking successful? Wait, what? Over why do I why do I treat everybody like shit? And why have I been so fucking successful over these 25 years? Because it fucking works. And the All right. All right. Hey. <laughs> Kyle, fuck you, you fucking cunt. Hey, Wrong fuck you back. <laughs> Wait, what? Goddamn father was a goddamn pleaser. <laughs> yeah. I've been, I've been nice all this time. I need to treat Kyle like shit now, apparently. No. <laughs> no. No. The reason you're here, you snowflake cunts, is because nobody... <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let's all rewind right. that. Let's rewind that just real quick. All right, Mr. Pena. <laughs> treat everybody like shit. And why have I been so fucking successful over these 25 years? Because it fucking works. And the reason you're here, you snowflake cunts, is because nobody treated you like shit. Tough love works. You fucking weenies. Yeah. All right. Yes, Tough sir. Tough love works. I'm the alpha male father you never fucking had. <laughs> the alpha male father, father you, you never, never had. had.
Most of you should have never been born. <laughs> you should have wrote. All right. Yes. This guy is fucking. Dude, cold. he is ruthless. He is out for blood. Ruthless. No, he's already got his blood. He's trying to tell us how to get ours. Dude, he is fucking ruthless. I'm telling you. I like him. Go down the inside of your fat mama's leg. <laughs> but that's why you're here. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about IQ. Let's just, for this example, say that we all got 100 IQ. I like how it calms down like on a fucking dime. All right, let's <laughs> talk about like, IQ. Oh, you fat mama's like. All right, let's talk about IQ. <laughs> For some of you, I'm taken away. For some of you, I'm given. Okay? Yes, Can anybody sir. have 10 or 15 or 20 times our IQ at 100? No. Well, then why do people every day achieve 10 or 20 or 50,000 times more than we? Back to 100%. If they can't have an IQ 10 or 20 or 30 times more than ours, because they dream bigger than we. All right. Wait, what'd he say? That sounded like a big word. Yeah, it almost did. Or way bigger than you eat. I hope that's what he said. If they can't have an IQ 10 or 20 or 30 times more than ours. Because they dream bigger than you eat. Um, I think I was right. Bigger? <clears throat> yeah, I think he said bigger. Let's go with bigger. I'm alone. They dream I'm bigger. Sweating. There it is. I asked you, would you like your kids to be like you? I know the answer. I asked. Now I was sweating there for a second. <laughs> so would you like your kids to be like your parents? I know the answer. But would you like your, you see, you have nothing, you can't do anything sure. like your parents or grandparents, right. right? They're there. But would you like your kids to turn out like the fucking bums that you chill with, that you fucking hang with? No, sir. Fucking bums. <laughs> I know the answer to that too. And you can't blame your parents. Or grandparents, only but indirectly, because you chose those five mates. Nobody chose those cocksuckers but you. Yes, sir. And you chose them because right. you had low self-esteem, no self-esteem, no self-confidence whatsoever. Dude, he's on a fucking switch right there. That's powerful. Do you get what he's trying to say, though? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. The people you surround yourself with de determine the choices you make. And then also, you have to be ruthless. You have to you have to stay hungry. That's all he's trying to say. But yeah. he's doing it in a way to actually get your attention. Because other, <clears throat> other speakers have been trying to do that for a while. Tony Robbins. I mean, like other... I mean, God, fuck. I don't know their names, but like... Tony Robbins is a goddamn idiot. Oh no, fire! <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he makes valid points. He's just doing it in a different way, and you gotta respect his ass because he's successful. He's very successful. Yeah, but like, he makes a good point, though, right? Or strictness is good. Sensitivity equals poverty, guys. Jesus Christ, look at you. Are you proud of where the fuck you are? No. <laughs> you no, want your sir, kids I'm and not. grandkids to come fucked up like you? No. I hope to God not anyway. So don't bullshit yourself.
Sensitivity <laughs> equals motherfucking poverty. Yeah. I don't do anything except think about how to make you retards better. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, my. Dude, I told you, man. This guy's fucking classic. You know why I have a sore back? 25 years of carrying you fat asses across the goal line. I fucked up. I turned it off on accident. Here we go. Except think about how to make you retards better. <laughs> you know why I have a sore back? 25 years of carrying you fat asses across the goal line. <laughs> 25 years. And not everybody deserves to be alive. No, so they don't, sir. No, they do not, sir. Do you just hear that shit? <laughs> Obviously. Not everybody deserves to be alive. Can think straight right now. And if you think that, you're retarded. Damn straight, sir. <laughs> Go on now. Go on. Some of you should have rolled down the inside of your fat mama's leg. <laughs> and that's a God's yes, truth. Sir. It is. It is. Oops. Do you realize the rest of the world laughs at us? Yes, sir. Do you realize the Russians think we're all faggots? Whoa. Do you yes, realize sir. most of the Eastern Bloc countries think we're faggots? Because mm. we are! We're an embarrassment to humanity! I believed in Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, and uh, that kind of stuff until I was 11 years older, more or less. I got in a lot of fights about that. Yes, sir. But in grammar school, I was the biggest kid on, on, on the, not campus, on the schoolyard. And then everybody caught up with me when we went into junior high school and high school. Um, but um, so my, my family, my mother allowed me to believe in Peter Pan and stuff like that. I was old. Now you can't tell the kids the truth quick enough, can you? You got to take the fucking dream away from them, can't, don't you? You got to fuck up their life forever, don't you? Just like they fucked your life up, don't you? You can't fucking stand to see them happy like this. Yeah. You fucking take, retards. Take goddamn dream away. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Look what the fuck happened to you. God almighty, that makes me cry. Look at Now look at you miserable fucking shitbags. <laughs> <laughs> and for yes. those of you that mothers, I blame you the most. Yes, sir. I'm sorry, sir. Not the mothers. You're not a mother. <laughs> oh, oh I, th I thought he was yelling at me. No. I've got it a... does feel like it, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. And for those of you that mothers, I blame you the most. I've got a whole graphic metaphorical metaphorically uh, explicit talk about this in mothers and having babies, but I'm not going to... We're an institution of higher learning here, so I'm not going to go through that, but just imagine the worst fucking things about not having kids, and then go about a hundred times worse than that, and that's my talk. Okay. You're bringing the kids in this world for all the wrong fucking reasons. You get married for all the wrong fucking reasons. You stay married for all the wrong fucking reasons. Holy shit. Sally, metaphorically. <laughs> you should have taken a revolver and stuck it up your fucking mouth and blow your brains out.
Because what Whoa. good have you wow. brought to the planet? That got dark. None. What good have you brought to the planet? None. What good have you brought to the planet? None. Wow. Dude, this guy. We have a very high dropout rate during the one year free. Men- That's somebody's phone? Turn it off before I shove it up your ass. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Dude, Dan Pena is so fucking good. I'm not going to just sit here and just play it. Oh, my God. It seems like our friend, our. Uh, one of our uh, friends <laughs> practically needs a break. So we will be right back, I promise. And uh, I think I think we will we will <laughs> we will <laughs> have another friend practically here as well. So we'll be right back guys. <laughs> and What up Mofo? Where y'all at? For everyone listening, if you want to send in stories, articles, photos, would really help us is maybe like some remixes or some custom music for us to use. Please use that email, practicallyfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also see us on RSS. You can see us on Amazon and Spotify. Keith. <laughs>